Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man walahu wa ba'd Welcome back to another episode, another installment of Quran Sundays And today, what I want to talk to you about is the verse which is found in Surat Surat Al-Hujurat, verse 6 يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا إِنْ جَاءَكُمْ فَاسِقٌ بِنَبَأٍ فَتَبَيَّنُوا أَنْ تُصِيبُوا قَوْمًا بِجَهَالَةٍ فَتُصْبِحُوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلْتُمْ نَادِمِينَ Now this verse has been translated in several different ways and I want to touch on two main points uh, that are mentioned in the verse. Uh, Muhammad Asad in his translation of Surah Al-Hujurat translates the verse this way O oh, you who have attained to faith if an iniquitous person comes to you with a tale, use your discernment, lest you hurt people unwittingly, and afterwards be filled with remorse for what you have done. That is a very close translation of the meaning of the verse. I'd like to read for you one other translation so that you can get an idea of how people have read the verse and translated it differently. So, for example, Yusuf Ali, he says, O oh, you who believe, if a wicked person comes to you with any news, ascertain the truth, lest ye harm people unwittingly, and afterwards become full of repentance for what you have done. Also, uh, Hilali and Khan, they have it as, O oh, you who believe, if a, repel if a rebellious evil person comes to you with the news, verify it, lest you harm people in ignorance, and afterwards you become regretful to what you have done. It was very similar to Ali. Now, what do I want to, why do I want to focus on this first today? There's two things that uh, I think probably should be highlighted under this verse first of all ya ayyuhalladhina amanu in ja'akum fasiqun o you who believe if a fasiq comes to you now the linguistic meaning of fasaqa they say fasaqa tamru an nawatihi the 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 date um the date was separated from its seed or it's a date stone so the word fasaqa literally means al khuruj an shay or al khuruj an al ada for one to leave or to exit a situation or to do something which is out of the ordinary to take something out of its context so many of those who have translated this verse they've translated it with the implied meaning of fisq meaning sinfulness Whereas it is very well uh, possible to mean if someone comes to you, not if an evil person comes to you, but if a person comes to you with something out of the norm, if they come to you with something which is unexpected, then clarify that. If someone coming out of the norm comes with some news, then clarify that. And to see Lest 
you afflict people unwittingly. Now, this is the second point that I think is important to mention in this verse, because those who translated it said, lest you afflict people in ignorance, or lest you afflict people unwittingly. How I would translate this would actually be, lest you afflict people with your ignorance, or with some form of ignorance. Meaning that your ignorance becomes the weapon by which they are harmed. Your ignorance becomes the tool by which they are put to test and afflicted. So if you do not verify the things which are brought to you, which are out of the ordinary and are things which are uh, that which should be avoided and shouldn't be believed in the first place, then you are unnecessarily weaponizing that false news and using it against someone who does not deserve uh, to be afflicted by it. And there are two things in the uh, in our Islamic, uh, you know, the corpus of our Islamic character, which um, are always to be avoided, actually three things, I think we might have talked about two of them before, but one is buhtan, buhtan is where you false, you spread false information about a person, information which is not true whatsoever. Ghiba is where you spread, you spread things about a person behind their back, even though there may be uh, some truth to it, or uh, there might be, might be half truth, it might be partially true, it might be understood or implied. But when you, that person hears about it, then they would dislike that thing being said. And then, lastly, there is Namima. And Namima is the act of carrying tales, carrying information from one person to another for the sole purpose of, for the sole purpose of causing dissent and disdain disdain and dislike between people. Uh, Imam al-Ghazali, he comments on this idea of a namima, and he, he makes some a very interesting points. He said, anyone who uh, tales or stories are, are brought to, and then it's said to them that so-and-so saying this and this about you, or has done this concerning you, or he's trying to, uh, he's trying to trip you up in such and such way, um, or he is going and siding with your enemies, or he is disparaging you in your absence, or anything of the like, then six things can be said about such a person. Number one is that Anyone who comes to you carrying tales and saying these things shouldn't be believed because they are sinful and their testimony is rejected because of this verse that we mentioned from Surah Al-Hujurat. Ya amanu in fatabayinu. Oh, you who believe if a sinful person comes to you, if a person comes to you with something out of the ordinary, then seek clarity. Secondly, you should forbid you should forbid a person who comes to you carrying tales from doing so give them advice and uh 
be somewhat harsh with them um, due to their action. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَأَمُرْ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَنْهَا عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ Order the good and forbid the evil. Thirdly, that you should dislike this person for the sake of Allah. Because Allah himself dislikes this act. And you, it is obligatory to dislike those things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dislikes. Fourthly, that you give the benefit of, you, of the doubt to the person who is absent from the equation. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا جِتَانِبُوا كَثِيرًا مِّنَ الظَّنِّ إِنَّ بَعْضَ الظَّنِّ إِثْمْ O you who believe, beware or stay away from most forms of conjecture because some forms of conjecture are sinful. Fifthly, that anytime someone brings you news about somebody else claiming that they're doing something, then that should not take you to the point of spying on them and seeking the truth of the matter. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forbids us from this in Surah Al-Hujurat when he, is, وَلَا ت- he says, And do not spy on one another. And sixthly, you should never be happy to do that which the person carrying tales to you has himself done. So do not then go and take those tales to someone else and say so and so told me that so that, that 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 such and such person is saying such and such thing because not only do you then become a person who carries tales but you also become a person who is backbiting another and a person who has done that which they had forbade others from doing and had been forbidden from doing themselves it's narrated that Umar ibn Abdul Aziz radiallahu ta'ala anhu that a man came to him and mentioned to him about another person saying something. And so Umar radiallahu anhu he said, if you wish, we sh- we can go and investigate what you've said. If you are lying, then you are from you are included in this verse. In ja'akum fasikhun bi naba'in fatabayyinu. If a sinful person comes to you, then clarify. And if you are truthful, then you are from this verse. A slanderer, one carrying stories to another. And if you wish, we can pardon you for what you've said. So the man said, pardon is better, O leader of the faithful, and I'll never return to such a thing. So it's important to remember that these three things are really detrimental to society as a whole, whether that be lying about people and what they do, whether that be telling half-truths so that they are held in disdain, or whether that be taking and uh, transmitting to them what other people have said of lies or half-truths to them, which is why some of the Salaf, rahimahumullah ta'ala, they used to say that that a person who carries tales between people is worse than a person 
who commits who who practices magic because he the that that namima carrying tales can unravel and destroy relationships faster than a magician or a sorcerer could put together a spell may allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect each and every one of us from having to go through this be subjected to it or to be involved in it ourselves that's enough for this episode or for this installment of quran sundays i do hope that you enjoyed it inshallah ta'ala hope to see you on wednesday for the next installment of words and wisdom wednesdays my name is joe bradford signing off assalamu alaikum warahmatullah